All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, we are breaking down the Big 12 today. First of all, how are we doing today? We're doing excellent. We love talking offense in Big 12, baby. <laughs> excellent. I was going to say, there's not much about talking about the defense in the Big 12, but we're going to be highlighted by some uh, offensive players. But first, as always, as we continue our college football preview, Let's look at our uh, top five teams for the season. Um, obviously, Big 12 is not really the Big 12. They're technically, I guess, the Big 10. Um, but I think, you know, this is kind of a year where it's like kind of straight chalk as far as top five, in my opinion. Um, there, really, there really only seems to be about one, one or two teams that could really make a threat at winning the championship, and then, you know, we all know who the number one team is, so, but we'll see, you know, who, uh, where we rank our three, four, five teams, so, uh, Hadley, I'm going to start with you, give us your top five Big 12 teams for the season. All right, first of all, thanks for having me, as always, on the Chalk Talk podcast, thanks for listening, fellas. Number five, I'm going TCU, uh, the Horn Frogs, um, you know, as of, as of recently, I remember just recently, um, they played Ohio State. I want to say that was two or three years ago. Um, and they were, a lot of people had them to beat Ohio State. So not too long ago, they were a really high-powered team. I think they'll kind of return to that this year, be a number five team in the conference. But nothing too crazy. Number four, got to go Oklahoma State. Um, obviously losing Hubbard um, definitely hurts their running game and their offense as a whole. Still think, in my opinion, you'll see that I think that this is a very weak conference this year, so I think it's good enough for the four spot. Number three, they're back. Texas, hook them. Horns down. Number three, <laughs> um, yeah, not not the best year. I think it's, again, a very mediocre year for Texas where maybe they show some promise, but nothing ends up being out of it. Number two, Iowa State. Showed a lot of promise last year. I think that's probably measured to be about the same this year. Uh, really like their offense. Um, and it seems like just watching them that they are a tough football team. Number one, going to go with Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. And here's the thing, fellas. I'm not as big on Spencer Rattler as a lot of people are. I do like him. I think he's going to be a really good college quarterback. Um, but I wanna, I'm want. i very curious to see this year how good he really is. If he is a Heisman-level player, that schedule is so easy that they could run through the conference and potentially go to the, the playoff. And um, So they're my number one in the Big 12 this year. All right. I Again, that's what I was kind of uh, expecting as far as, you know, the teams that were uh, announced by Hadley. I was, you know, those are the five teams I expected to be in the top five. Um, let's see if Sporty has uh, straight chalk here, if he has any... Um, I guess head scratchers, I guess we'll call them. Sporty, go ahead. All right. Number five, I'll go with uh, TCU. Gary Patterson always has his guys ready, but talent-wise, they're just not very good. So they, they are about middle of the pack. So that's why I put them at number five. Uh, number four, uh, Texas. They lost their quarterback from last year. The NFL, he was really good. 
do you know they have a running back back from last year, Brian Robinson? He will uh, stabilize that team. So I have them at number four. Uh, number three, I'll go with uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, who's your head coach again? Uh, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Mullet Gundy always always has the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys ripping and raring to go every Saturday in the Big 12. That's why I have number three. Number two, I'll go with the Cyclones of Iowa State. Uh, Brock Purdy, he could could be one of the... uh, Heisman uh, hopefuls this year. That guy is a stud. Uh, he will make or break that team in order to beat Oklahoma. So keep an eye out on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy in Iowa State. And obviously, number one, Spoomer Sooner, Oklahoma Sooners. Spencer Rattler will probably win the Heisman this year. So thus. Us, they'll probably be uh, one of the playoff teams this year. So I have Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, Heisman, trophy winner for the 2021-2022 season. Oh, Spencer Rattler. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, the, the, these teams, my, my, the five teams are going to stay the same, but order is going to vary here. Um, number five, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um, obviously losing uh, Hubbard. Tylen Wallace and Tevin Jenkins to the NFL is definitely going to be uh, very hard to replace. Um, but they have Spencer Sanders back there at quarterback. So, um, you know, Oklahoma State's a team that can always put up the points. It's just a matter of, you know, what's their defense going to do for that week. Um, number four, I'm going to go with TCU. Uh, just the fact that Max Dugan is back, um, quarterback. Like Sporty said, Gary Patterson's always got a pretty solid solid team uh, there at TCU. Um, but they did lose some talent, obviously, at safety um, to the NFL. So I got them at four. Number three, I'm going to go with Texas. Uh, Bijan Ryan is back. I don't know if it's Bijan, Bijan. But he's a, he's a real solid running back. Um, he showed a lot of promise in that bowl game. And so, hey, guess who else is back on Hook'em? Texas. Guess who's back? Texas. Not Texas. No, Texas, not Texas as a whole. (laughs) But we have a a very uh, important uh, special teams guy. Let's hear it. Dicker the kicker. Cameron Dicker, baby. he's back. He's back. He's back. So, whether they're struggling in the red zone, you can always count on Dicker the kicker to get you three. Um, he's Mr. Automatic. He is Mr. Automatic. Um, but hey, hey, new uh, new head coach there um, in Austin. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if uh, uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to blank there for a second. Steve Sarkeesian. Let's see if he can uh, kind of, I guess, turn the program around. Um, after what they go last year, what like seven and three or something like that, and they beat Colorado uh, in, the, in the bowl game. So we'll see if uh, Texas can can get back to their winning ways. Number two, I got Iowa State, just like the rest of the guys. Um, Brock Purdy and Brees Hall are going to be a you know deadly one-two punch. 
Um, but, you know, I don't think it's going to be enough to get past Boomer Sooner. I mean, Matt Campbell, he's a you know really good coach. Um, and they played they played Oklahoma, you know, in all four quarters last year, the Big 12 championship game. Um, but I don't think it, it's going to be enough. I think Oklahoma's way too talented. So I got Boomer Sooner there at one. Uh, Spencer Rattler to Marvin Mims. Again, that's a very deadly one-two punch. And then they also have Kennedy Brooks at running back. And on the defense side of the ball, we got Nick Benito at linebacker. So I like uh, Oklahoma to go to the playoff. Um, and I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they're going to make some noise in the playoff or or what. I'll, we'll have those, uh, those uh, club football playoff predictions um, in our last day of the college football uh, preview. All right, so Sporty already mentioned it. I guess he, he beat uh, he beat us to the chase here. He's going with Spencer Rattler uh, to win the Heisman. Sporty, is there anybody else that you – well, I guess you did say about Brock Purdy um, could be in the conversation if they were a really good year. Is there anybody else that you see uh, from the conference that could um, kind of make a push to win the Heisman? Yeah, um, Brian Robinson, the running back from uh, Texas – all right, so you got Robinson. Um, anybody else that kind of you know stands out to you? Nope, I just had those uh, three, those, so those are it. Rattler, Rattler, Purdy, and Robinson. All right, those are those are yes, you know, three three solid picks right there. So uh, Hadley, do you have anybody? Uh, well, I guess you do have somebody, but um, I'll let you you know go ahead and spill off your Heisman hopefuls. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, as much as I do think that Purdy is a good quarterback, I don't think he's Heisman level. Um, that's not a knock on him. I just don't think the numbers are going to be there. I do think Rattler is a Heisman level quarterback. Just knowing that it's Oklahoma and they ma- manufacture these Heisman QBs. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts almost got it. Baker, Tyler, it's just it's a factory there. Um, so I would not be surprised whatsoever. Still rolling with DJU, but i definitely say Rattler has a really, really good shot at finishing in the top three by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, again, going to agree with you guys there that Spencer Rattler's sitting there pretty nice. Um, obviously, he's going to be in conversation the whole year. Um, a guy that wasn't mentioned, but I mentioned him uh, during my top five uh, teams, Brees Hall. Um, last year, he had a really, really good season. Um, at one point, he was kind of getting up there um, in the Heisman talks. Um, I mean, he, guy put up 21 rushing touchdowns, and he had 23 total touchdowns last year. To uh, I think I think he was like you know obviously one of the tops in the nation at uh, from a rushing standpoint, um, or rushing touchdowns I should say. Um, but here's a guy who obviously is going to go for more than 1,200 yards this season, um, and who knows, if Iowa State starts winning some games, they knock off Oklahoma at the right time, we could see Brees uh, Hall end up in the Heisman conversation, so that, that's the only other guy that I really see um, making it from the Big 12. Um, all right, so we've talked about a bunch of different players already. Uh, Hadley, is there any other, anybody else that kind of stands out here in the conference that we haven't talked about? I'm hoping you have a no lineman. <laughs> I don't. Oh. This is the first week or segment, whatever you want to call it, that I could not find 
a trench guy, and it really made me sad. <laughs> but like you mentioned, Nick Bonito. You know what Bonito means in Spanish? Uh, I actually don't. I, I took French. It means pretty. Oh, all right. And I think he's going to have a pretty good season. All right. I, I like that little transition there. Uh, yeah, he's... I mean, he's known for being an edge rusher. I, I guess you could still, you know, say that's the trenches um, because he's going to be getting gritty, getting after the quarterback. So you still love to see that. Um, there, I, I believe Oklahoma has always played a 3-4, and he'll basically be taking over, like, where Ronnie Perkins was um, or flip side, whatever whatever they want to do with him. But, yeah, I think I think he's a, probably, like, a second-round pick next year. Um just from what I watched shortly before this. And, yeah, I, I'm really disappointed in myself for not being able to come up with an <laughs> offensive lineman here. All right. Uh, Sport, is there anybody else that jumps out to you uh, in the Big 12 that we should uh, look out for this year? Um, no, I, I don't. So, Sporty's right. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't, I didn't look up any linemen. I apologize. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you don't need a lineman. You don't need a lineman. Is there anybody else that really stands out, or are you just sold on Rattler, Purdy, and Robinson? <laughs> I want to say I pronounced uh, his first name, Robinson's first name wrong. Yeah, I thought, I thought you did. I couldn't tell if you said Brian or not, but it's, it's Bijan. Bijan. Yeah, Bijan, Brian, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> if somehow you listen to the, somehow you get connected to this pod, sorry, Brian. <laughs> if Bijan Robinson's listening to the pod, we're looking pretty. We're looking pretty purdy out there. I mean, that's <laughs> that's impressive. If this if Bijan Robinson finds its way down here, hey, fun fact: I think about a year ago, I think Barstool or Texas, the Texas Longhorns Barstool account retweeted us. So that's about as close to Bijan Robinson's as we got that we've gotten here. So, <laughs> See, but, so there is a possibility. Was it the mascot battle? What's that? Or was it not? Was it because of the mascot mascot bottle? Jeez, the mascot battle that they retweeted, or what was it? Uh, I think it was um, it was the uh, what if bracket because okay. of the the NCAA uh, March Madness not having obviously yes. not occurring, so yes, we kind of did. Right. I took um, kind of a uh, a bracket like a made up bracket and tagged them, and they somehow. Uh, they got us. That that was a lot of uh, a lot of viewers there. So that was that was big time. Yeah, if you guys could retweet us again, we'd appreciate that. Uh, that'd be hype. I mean, I, we don't have Texas in the Big Twelve Championship, but uh, we do have them top three. So if we get a retweet, <laughs> I'll throw them right in there. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking about uh, Sam Ellinger, didn't he get hurt? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's out he's, for at least four weeks. Yeah. Yes. So there goes our backup. There goes there goes Hadley <laughs> and cuts his. Uh, Colts QB room, so... Me and Jared were drooling over him last night, and uh, <laughs> he gets a four-week injury. It just seems to be the uh, the way of the road here in Indy. Yeah, so... Um, I think I've mentioned a bunch of these guys already. I mean, obviously, Rattler, Hall, Purdy, Robinson. I'm really liking Marvin Mims. Um, like I said, Rattler to Mims, you're going to hear that a lot this year. Marvin Mims is an explosive. He's just an explosive, explosive athlete in general. I mean, he's going to score a bunch this year for Oklahoma. I mean, they're going to put up the points, obviously, because their their offense is is deadly. Um, 
But let me double check here. Yeah, I thought so. Marvin Mims, he's only a sophomore. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of a, if defenses kind of lock in on him or double team him. I mean, I'm assuming they would. Um, so that should open up the the, uh, the passing attack for uh, Rattler to look at, you know, some other guys. Um, but yeah, Marvin Mims, big time, big time key player to watch out for. Uh, Hadley mentioned Nick Benito uh, at linebacker there for Oklahoma. Um, I already mentioned Cam- or Cameron Dicker, special teams for Texas, and then the two quarterbacks, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State and Max Dugan from TCU. Uh, obviously, uh, both of those teams, TCU and Oklahoma State, their success is going to revolve around Sanders and Dugan. And then my last guy here, I'm going to go with a defensive guy from Iowa State, uh, Mike Rose there at linebacker. Um, I think he's going to really lead this uh, Cyclone team. Hey, th- this is going to segue into the into the next uh, into our next topic here. Um, big time games, the Big Twelve this year. I'm just I'll say one of mine, and then I'll let you guys rattle some off. But Mike Rose, he's going to have to come up big against uh, Iowa because Iowa Iowa State. That's always a really you know tough game, um, and I think the Cyclones beat them uh, this year as well. So for, in order for the Cyclones to uh, Knock off the Hawkeyes. Obviously, Purdy and uh, Brees Hall are going to have to play well. But, I mean, they're, they're, Iowa, or Iowa State's defense is going to have to show up. Um, because, you know, Iowa's defense, they always... I mean, I feel like any Iowa game, it's always like... I look up and the score's either like 24-17 to 17 or 24-28. Like, those are the only scores that I ever see watching an Iowa game. I mean, Iowa, plays, Iowa plays really good football. So, um, September 11th, watch out for that Iowa State-Iowa game. And it's at, I believe it's at Iowa State, so that's going to be going to be a tough one for uh, for Iowa. But um, sport, I'm going to start with you. Any other uh, big time matchups that you're going to look forward to here in the Big Twelve? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't have any big time matchups. They're all within uh, conference play. Go ahead. All right, you, you can knock, you can go ahead and uh, you know elaborate on the conference. Well, for here, we'll go. With, yeah, we can go with some. Uh, in conference games, if you want to talk about some of those, uh, I like to mention, like Kev said, uh, Iowa, Iowa State, and that's always a uh, great game. They're always low scoring. Comes down to the last, the last session. Uh, this year, they're playing on September 11th, uh, 4:30. It is in Iowa. It's at Iowa State, so hopefully for the Big Ten, hopefully Iowa can knock them off. So Kirk Ferentz. Good luck to you against them. <laughs> I will be rooting for you against Iowa State. Uh, you, another matchup. I would say, do you have any games like Big 12 versus Big 12? Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Big rivalry game right there. Big rivalry game. Uh, Gundy, I think, possibly could pull the upset this year. Ooh. After, huh? after losing Tylen Wallace, Chuba Hubbard, and Tevin Jenkins, I, that's going to be real tough. I think for them. Oklahoma will be uh, they're trying to sleepwalk through that game, overlook that game. All right, so, it's going to be closer than what you think, fellas. All right, I'm waiting. Mark, I'm waiting mark, for you to say the, my word. I'm waiting for you to say the big obvious game though in the Big Twelve. I'm waiting. Texas, 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 and Oklahoma. What are your thoughts on that game? Well. 
Texas doesn't have their starting quarterback, Sam Ellinger, to keep them in the game. So I don't know how they're going to score points. They do have B. Sean Robinson back. So not sure about, not sure how, how many uh, returning offensive linemen they have to block for them. But you know what? They do have Dicker, the kicker, back. So, <laughs> hey, they lost Cosme. They lost Cosme. That's a lineman. Yeah, Cosme they lost. Um, and then even on the defense side of the ball, they lost a lot of talent. So, all right. So, looks kicker like the, looks, kicker the dicker. Yeah. Sorry, sorry boy. <laughs> do you say Do you up. say kicker the dicker? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That was funny. That was funny. Oh, That's a dicker the kicker. That was funny. That's a kicker the dicker. Holy shit! One day. <laughs> man, it's like a tongue twister. Oh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I guess, I guess so. That that was funny. That, Sorry for the pod. Sorry for that guy. That's all good. Oh no, no, no yeah, that's gonna be the title. That, yeah, that's gonna be the title of it. Big twelve, <laughs> Big twelve preview, kicker the decker. <laughs> preview. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, I I think Oklahoma will uh, beat Texas by uh, three touchdowns this ooh, year. Big blowout there in the uh, Red River. Yes, all Red right. River. Goes to Boomer the Sooner. Boomer the Sooner. All right, Hadley. Any other uh, matchups that you're looking forward to? Oh my! Oh my! When I looked at these schedules, absolute snooze fest <laughs> just across the board. I mean, other than the Iowa Iowa State game, like you mentioned at first, everything is just a snooze. It's like they're playing like Missouri State, and it's like, <laughs> come on. I mean, are they even trying to make the playoffs? It's just. It's an absolute joke. If if Oklahoma loses more than a game, th- that's a bad year. I mean, their schedule is super easy. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think, obviously, like you guys said, just, just those big-name rivalries you always look forward to because no matter the year, no matter the talent, you know, everyone shows up for that game, um, especially, like, Texas-Oklahoma, for example, so... I don't think anyone upsets Oklahoma in the conference this year, and if, if they do, it's definitely by like a field goal, and they just aren't playing well. Uh, but yeah, nothing really intrigues me in this conference this year. It's basically a snooze fest. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you guys talked about we talked about Iowa, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Texas. Obviously, is the big one. Iowa State, Oklahoma, that regular season. I mean, I really don't think that game's gonna. I think. Let's see. I think, I mean, that's going to be the Big 12 championship. So they're basically playing each other, you know, in the regular season, and then they're going to meet each other back in the conference championship. Um, so really, I think that game, that game's going to dictate. I mean, if they both split, it's going to be tough. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, it's going to dictate um, kind of the playoff. We'll have to see what happens, obviously, in other conferences. But obviously, the if, you know, one of those two teams sweeps, uh, the series this year, I think that gets them into the playoff. Um, if they split, I think that it, uh, the winner of I, I think if Oklahoma loses regular season and then they come back and win the Big Twelve, it's going to be tough for the committee to. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it's going to be tough for them to put them back in that conversation for the you know a top four spot. Uh, same thing with Iowa State. If they you know. They win the regular season, or if they lose the regular season matchup, then come back and win the Big Twelve. I don't. I think if Iowa State wins the Big Twelve with with one loss, I don't think we see a Big Twelve team get in the top four. Um, 
I think really the only team that can get in is if Oklahoma with one loss is if that you know Oklahoma loses to Iowa State regular season and then comes back and beats them in the Big 12 championship. Um, another game that I'm looking forward to is not that it's a big game, but Oklahoma State they're playing at the Blue Turf, playing at Boise State. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough one for Oklahoma State just obviously because going to Boise is tough, but uh, that's a interesting. You know, non-conference game. I think will be a will be a good one. And then just to give them some love, not that I like them at all, but I think this is going to be a game where for both sides it's going to dictate um, kind of the rest of their seasons. I think week one, West Virginia Maryland. I think that's going to be a pretty good game. I mean, obviously both teams aren't you know anything to you know holler about, but. Um, this could be a matter of if somebody misses a bowl game or makes a bowl game. So I think this is a big game week one for both teams. So, um, but besides that, I guess really this pod is our uh, boomer, boomer Sooner kind of segment. Um, I guess I do want to say one more thing about a non-conference game. So obviously, uh, when we recorded the Big Ten um, pod... Obviously, the the date it came out was before the Nebraska-Illinois game. And I mentioned that Oklahoma-Nebraska wasn't going to be, you know, I, I knew Oklahoma was going to win that game, or I know they're going to win that game. But that was kind of one of my kind of highlighted games where I just wanted to, you know, bring her back to rivalry. Nebraska might be lucky if they even score, you know, score and or cover the spread. <laughs> I mean, oh was, my! There's no way they covered that. The was that? I don't was, care what it is. That was bad against Illinois today. I mean, their whole offense runs through Adrian Martinez, and besides that, they don't have anything else. I mean, Oklahoma defensively, I think they're going to get after the ball, and I don't think they're going to let Adrian Martinez run. And let's just say Nebraska's in for a long day. So, and you know, I pose one question before this pod's over, and that is: Does Illinois go to? Undefeated this year? All right, all right. <laughs> we were kind of in our in our uh, Big Ten preview. We were kind of not giving them much love. I mean, obviously, you know, it's just one week, but it's a but it's a, fight. But hey, it's Great a fight. it's here's a big. My for, hey, here's my prediction for Illinois this year. Oh, so this is turning from the Big Twelve pod to the Big Ten pod, <laughs> or episode. So go ahead, Sporty. We'll, we'll, all right, just so that way we can show the Illini some love. What 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 are you going to say the record? Is? I say they have a uh, winning record this year. All right, for them, that's that's huge. That is big for them. So I say they go seven, seven and five or eight and four this year. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, sporty. <laughs> seven and five or eight and four, that's my prediction. Run through their schedule. I'm, I'm sorry, gonna run I'm through sorry their... for the listeners. I know this is Big Twelve, but let me let me let me run through their schedule real quick. Holy smokes, sporty, eight and four. <laughs> I said seven and five, or eight and four. Calm down. Sporty, they'll be lucky to get to six and six. I think they'll be seven and five. Dude, I think everybody's projecting. Everybody's projecting them to be under five hundred. They'll be five hundred. All right, so they have Nebraska. All right, ready? Nebraska, who they beat? Win. UTSA. At home, that's, that's probably a that's win. That's a weird one. All right, so now they're up to two Sleeper. wins. They're up to two wins. At Virginia, that's a toss-up. That's, toss that's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. It just it, it's at Virginia, so that, that's definitely gonna be a toss-up. All right, home against Maryland again. That's that's a toss-up because we don't know 
much about Maryland yet. I'm going to say they're gonna, they have to win that game. They're going to win that game, three and one. Oh, all right. Sporty's just get you know giving out dubs here. Um, at Purdue, I say they pull the upset there, four and one. Jeez. Home against Charlotte, they better win that game if they're going to go That's even five one. Five. So right now they're looking like Ohio State esque. If they basically. go, if they go five and one to start the season, <laughs> that'll be nuts because they're not going to get the schedule gets so much harder. Sporty, if they go, they they're going to have to start off like six and zero for them to go eight and four. Listen to this back end of the schedule. All right, Wisconsin, that's a loss. That's definitely an L. At Penn State, that's a loss. That's definitely an L. Eh, that's a loss. But it's going to be closer than what – I think it's going to be close early on, but Penn State's going to pull away. That always happens. That, that, that's, just, that's just Penn State football for you. Yeah. But Penn State wins that game. So, so Sporty has them apparently at 5-3 and three right now. Um, home against Rutgers. That's a win. Okay. That's 6-3. That's, I don't know if that's – That's a loss in my – that That's a win in my – If there's a new coach, new, new attitude for that team, all right, 6-3. and three. They're gonna be missing Lovey in that one. That's sporty. All there's no, no way they're sporty with these <laughs> with these last three games. There's no way they get to eight and four. They'll go two and one the last two games. There's no way. <laughs> they're at Minnesota. They're at Minnesota. That's a loss. They're at Iowa. That's a big time loss. And then they're home against Northwestern. That might be another loss. All right, so seven and five then. Well, no, six and six, because you don't have to win another game. I said seven and five, right? Four. We just walked through. The, okay, you had them at six, you had six and three. Six and yeah. three after the Rutgers game. Okay, keep going. I, I just did. It was Minnesota, Iowa, Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, they'll go one. They'll go one and two. So at seven and five. Like who are they beating though? Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern, yes. Okay. What well, on seven on, and five. on senior day? Senior at, day at home. <laughs> at home. Seven and five, book guaranteed, guaranteed a, a bowl game. Seven and five. Oh, dude, dude Sporty's, booking Sporty's it. hammering the book freaking it. over under wins for the fighting Illini. I'll give them six and six. I will. Hey, booking it. Seven and five for Illinois. Jesus, oh, man. So this turned into Oklahoma, and now it's turned into the fighting Illini. <laughs> Big Twelve preview, and we somehow got to Illinois. Not a bad thing because they they played pretty well today, but with it's, it's sporty backup quarterback man. Now they're on their backup quarterback. Hey, Asian Rutgers, Asian Rutgers too. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Jeez. Oh, hey, you know we can call this. It's Big Twelve preview slash Week Zero recap. Okay. All right, all right. That's that'll be all right. Well, then we might as well just quickly talk about UCLA. You, they they look good. They looked real good today against. Um, Kudos to Chip Kelly. Yeah, against He's Hawaii. The best yeah, NFL coach of all time. So definitely translate translated straight to college as well. They they messed up Hawaii. I mean, they messed up Todd Graham. Sorry, Todd Graham. I don't. I don't want. I don't like Todd Graham. Is it, it, without, without telling his players, all uh, right. very overrated. Um, but anyway, hey, while we're talking about Big Ten, we might or yeah, the Big Ten might as well bring up Zach Charbonnet for going off against Hawaii today, starting running back for UCLA. Um, Kudos to him. Yep. So, should have stayed in Michigan. I guess he should have. He wasn't getting any playing time. <laughs> Sport, sporty knows. Sporty knows. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
all the season last year, like what six games they played, he had like hundred maybe what 130, 140 yards all together last year. Today he had like hundred twenty and like three touchdowns. Dude, he broke like five tackles on one play and took it to the house. Um, all right, hey, real quick, while this is a week zero preview, um, sport, I got a I got an interesting question for you. Yes, ask it. All right, so we're gonna just because we walked down the fighting Illini uh, schedule. Let me see if I can find UConn's schedule real quick because they just got spanked by Fresno State on opening day, and I want to hear they lost. I think it was like thirty. It's probably like thirty-five nothing at least. It was forty-five nothing last time I checked. Uh, forty-five. Okay, sorry, forty-five nothing. Um, let me see if I can find their schedule real quick, and I want to. I want to hear what uh, what you have them going. I think. Wait, are they an independent now? Are they not in a conference? Yeah, they're. In, hey, I got their schedule cap. Here we go. All I right, hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to, I want to see it in front of my face here. Let me, let me turn my book here, see if I can pull it up. I have a list of obviously the independent schedules, but let me see if I let me just flip to the page real quick. Um. All right, where are we at, dude? Where is UConn's schedule at? I, I just I have it I have I'm looking at it Kev, right now. All right, I'll let you I'll let you rattle it off. Go ahead. All right, next week they're at home against Lloyd Cross. God forbid I hope they win that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one and one. Uh, week three, Connecticut, Connecticut. They're at home against Purdue. That's a loss. That's a loss. One and two. Uh. September 18th, they're at Army. That's another loss. One and three. <laughs> Next week, home against Wyoming. I'll give them the uh, Huskies the uh, home field advantage. Oh, all two right. Win. All right. Two wins. Then, then they hit the road against uh, Vandy. I don't know how good Vandy is. I'll say it's a loss. Two and four. Then they're at UMass. That's a win. Three. Then home against Yale. That's another win. Four. Middle Tennessee, I would say that's a loss. Clemson, they're going to get murdered by them. <laughs> that Clemson. Uh, then they're at UCF. That's be another murder. Then they're home against Houston. That'd be another. Uh, it's I know, senior day. I don't. Know, maybe we'll lose. Keep it close. I say four and eight. Four and eight. All right. Oh, hey, real quick. I forgot to mention this about Oklahoma. While it's you know, while it is the Boomer Sooner podcast, um, they had two big time uh, transfers coming from uh, Tennessee, but they also had one of their important wide receivers uh, leave for Miami. So, <clears throat> obviously, we talked about Kennedy Brooks at running back, but I forgot to mention Eric Gray, who was a you know stud at Tennessee. He's coming in, so they got a nice one-two punch there at running back. Then they have uh, Wanya Morris, uh, offensive lineman from Tennessee. After Tennessee had like you know twenty eight guys in the portal, so Oklahoma made uh, made a pretty nice uh, or had a pretty nice offseason, I guess, with uh, in the transfer portal. But then they lose uh, Charleston Rambo, who was who put up a lot of uh, big time numbers for them to Miami. So, um, so yeah, just wanted to throw that give a little shout out to the the Boomer Sumers, and how they uh, made out in the transfer portal. So, All right. I think that concludes the Big 12 podcast, and I think that concludes the Week 0 uh, wrap-up here. Um, 
Next conference that we will be previewing is going to be the Pac-12. As we mentioned, UCLA had a big day, obviously, uh, beating Hawaii. Um, but we will see, you know, can Oregon, Utah, USC, UCLA, can they make, can they make noise? Uh, and can they, you know, slowly but surely work their way up? So we'll, we'll break down Pac-12. We'll send it next pod. And uh, we'll be back with uh, some more college football.